You're listening to the Blender Institute podcast, brought to you by the Blender Cloud. Does your upper torso have too much subsurf scattering? Cover it with a t-shirt from the cloud. Go to cloud.blender.org. Joining us today is Pablo Vasquez. Hola. Sebrim Stovel. Hello. Francesco Zitti. Hey. Andy Goraltik. Hello. Dr. Sergei Sebrim. Hey. And I'm Hjalti Helmoson. Here's your host, Francesco! Hello. Welcome to the 19th episode of the Blender Institute podcast. So let's get down to it and uh, see with Pablo what's the latest news are from the Blender community. Wow, that was fast. Okay, hey. Uh, okay. <laughs> so last week we mentioned that uh, Open Tunes, well, not even just Tunes, was coming out. And it did come out as Open Tunes with a very surprising uh, license. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it like new? Is it, we, we, were, uh, we, we were saying, yeah, yeah, they're putting it online, yeah. but they don't say which license. And they did actually. It's Which a one? new BSD. New BSD. So it's like BSU, BSD, but newer. Wow. Uh, have you heard of it? No. What, what is the new detail about it? No. I don't know. It, have it you? sounds very permissive, right? It's uh... well, well, so original BSD license told like, hey, you can use the code, but you, but, but you need to put copyright of the, of the Berkeley University and the code and everything goes to the Berkeley University. It was okay, but then people figured out, hmm, why to do this? And then there is modified or new BSD license, which doesn't have that closure in the text. And so you don't need to give uh, copyrights to the Berkeley University anymore. So it all stays yours. And well, that's, that, 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 that's the new BSD license, basically. Oh, so oh, it's wow. as permissive as it... It's, it's the same as MIT, but just from Berkeley. There are two competing universities. Oh. <laughs> competing licenses. So people can do whatever they want with open tunes. Yeah, exactly. They can, they can even integrate it into the pro- proprietary software and stuff like that. Yeah, because it's more permissive than GPL, right? It's much more permissive. It's, yeah. it, it's, it's kind of the same as Apache as we have in, in the cycles, but it doesn't have the closure about the, the prosecution part of things. Prosecution? <laughs> yeah. In, in, in Apache, if you prosecute the copyright holder, you, you lose uh, rights to use the software from what author, which is licensed by Apache, mm. which is kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> wow so well done open tunes yeah yeah, yeah. well done uh, have you ever anybody tried I, I heard it crashes a lot but maybe uh, it was no, i've just seen the walkthrough and it's very interesting to see it's a completely different workflow than what yeah. we normally do uh, i think campbell pulled out sources and compiled it and uh, sent the patch request to the pull request <laughs> to, to, to upstream okay. all right <laughs> nice wow. So yeah. he compiled it on uh, Linux. Yes, he compiled it on Linux. Wow, nice. No way. Yeah. I didn't know. Okay, that changes things. <laughs> yeah. But on the other hand, there is another community news that involves Daniel Martinez Lara, Pepperland, and his awesome tests. He just published a test called Curiosity, which is a mix of Grease Pencil and Krita. And it looks pretty amazing. It's um, you should check it out. It's on everywhere. <laughs> yeah, all this stuff looks so good. Yeah, everywhere. And I, we, I keep talking about it, but it, it's just so good. And it, yeah. it, uh, it's including um, a fix, a new patch that is now on master, if I'm not wrong. But to make uh, <laughs> Sergey is looking at me like, what? <laughs> now the, there is what? a patch from Antonio. Yeah, uh, Antonio Vasquez. Good last name. Is uh, <laughs> is a mid dispatch to make the the to smoothen the brushes. Of... Is that your brother mm-hmm. uh, from another mother? We're all one. Yes, <laughs> and it. another father. <laughs> okay, so 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 there are some updates in in, in the master, but I don't think that the 
plant quality was committed yet. No, I think I've seen it. And you I think uh, Allegorith uh, replaced even, removed the previous smooth stroke version okay. uh, option of uh, of grease pencil and replaced it with a new one because it's much more yeah, you get much more freedom yeah okay because i remember there was some requests in 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 the, in the patch review which were not uh, addressed to my knowledge so maybe just algorithm went ahead and fixed that and yeah the patch I, and committed I, and i saw the read the commit logs and the algorithm committed that and then there are like five to ten other commits of fixing stuff which is great yeah and it reminds me another community. It's not a community new. It's a Blender new. I just noticed that uh, the adding drivers now changed in Blender, and it's great. You know, adding drivers. Right click, add a driver, and then go to the iPhone. iPhone. Oh, just go press to the D. graph editor. Yeah. No, press D, and then you don't have anything, and then you have to go and look for it in the in the graph editor. Mm. But now you can just right click, add mm. a driver, add a single driver, and then you. It gets it gives you a, like an eyedropper, so you mm. click which property you want to drive with that, oh, and it just what? works. No way. Yes, you do control. You can even do a shortcut. You do, uh, for example, you want to drive, um, I don't know, position X of something. So you go to this position X, right? Yeah. Control D, and then you pick another property that you want to drive with. So mm -hmm. say rotation, whatever. And then you would one, you move the other one without actually wow. having to. But how does it work if you have to go through different uh, menus into different scene contexts? That, like that? Uh, that is not. Uh, okay, so it has to be in the same. You have to have both open. View, yeah. But there is a number of options now that uh, is, is working on it right now. Like uh, yesterday, it was one way, and then by the end of the day, it changed a little bit. There are new options. There's a new menu. It even looks better, the right click menu now with, uh, to add drivers insert keyframes there are icons now there wow um you can even add like an empty you can an empty um, driver or uh, many to many options it's pretty mm. that's great yeah at, at any given moment when i'm rigging i would say on average half of the time i spent on the rigging yeah. is doing like the drivers and then trying to combine them and and realizing that i you know named it weirdly so i have to go through them and yeah, mm -hmm. that solves a lot of hassle, or yeah. at least potentially. I don't know. I yeah. haven't tried no, it. No, no, it's, it's great. I tested, I compiled yesterday, yeah. and it, it's great. So thank you, Joshua. Fantastic. Thank you, Aligori. Thank you. It wasn't really a community new, but I just remember, and it's pretty cool. Because poor drivers having leftover for no one. <laughs> yeah. um, and other community news related to development. Um, there is a new blog post on adaptivesamples.com, the, uh, the blog by Greg Sal about denoise updates from Lucas Stockner. What do you have to say about that? Well, doctor, doctor, doctor. doctor <laughs> have... I mean, that, 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 that's nice <laughs> post. And, and Lucas was, was just publishing the, the, the experimental build another day. And yeah, it's, 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 it's nice work in progress, but he'll be keep working on this. Like from the code side of view, it's, it's some work to be done. And it's a bit of like advertised a bit too much, like <laughs> it, 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 it wouldn't be able to, to make your noise image looking like all of a sudden real pretty. So, I, I hear the whipping of a, of a cold, uh, wet yeah. towel of, of just reality hitting me in the face right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, 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 but it, it should be totally awesome to, to get rid of the, the last bit of noise if, if that particular algorithm yeah. works for this. Mm -hmm. that, 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 that's what I wanted to see the research in, in that direction, like how it will work to, to, to get rid of last bit of noise. 
So is that going to be some compositor node or something? Yeah, we decided to 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 not do it like a compositor node for now because that, then all of a sudden you will you have issues to be solved how to pass data to compositor, how to operate it, and it's just a bit too much project for 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 for, for a student like Lucas. And mm -hmm. we just localize the scope, just test how uh, as much uh, algorithms he can and see what which ones works better, which work worse implement them in cycles and once it's uh, the mathematical side of you forks that, that then it will improve the workflow side of, of thing. Okay. And is it going to work on it during the summer of code? Is that project on it or? I cannot tell you, but he've got a proposal about, okay. about working on on, uh, on uh, adaptive, on, on the denoising for Google Summer of Code. Yeah, okay. as a matter of fact, talking about Google Summer of Code, because he made this proposal and together with him, 70 other proposal I know came in for Google Summer of Code. Is the review now in progress and uh, there will be an um, announcement of the selection anytime soon? How is that uh, we, we, going? So, so now there, I believe there are three weeks which are granted to mentors and admins to review the proposals. Mm -hmm. And after that, uh, all, all, all the results are going to, to to Google because we just say, hey, we, we want th those guys to be in. But then this information goes to Google and Google sees how much overall students are there. And based on that number, they will figure out how much slots to each organization to, to, to give. And it's not uh, like we, it might be less slots as we requested. And in that case, we this, we, we will need to to to, to to choose to, to choose with, then, yeah. yes to, to to get like real top priority guys mm -hmm. so like it, motion pads and <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, oh. so because of these reasons it's all up to google to to announce who who was accepted i believe ah. so we, we cannot comment on who we're gonna to accept and how much and stuff like this but how many students were uh, accepted in the past years Roughly. Last year were zero users because we yeah. were not accepted. Everybody <laughs> yeah. oh, remembers, doesn't forgive, doesn't forget. <laughs> yeah. um, before that, I think it, it was around 10-ish, if, yeah. if I remember oh, it yeah. correctly. Like, like, like in, in, in average, yes, it was around 10-ish. Yeah, some years were like 14 or so, it was not too bad. It wasn't bad, it was 10 to 15, I think. Yeah. It's It could be a bit stressful for, for some mentors when you've got three guys to, to mentor. That's another story. Yeah. Of yeah. So yeah, I, I believe announcement will be, will be around twenty uh, second of April or so. Like okay, in a month. I think. Cool. So that's for the denoise because the adaptive samples uh, that's on hold, right? The patch. Adaptive by sample Dupas. by itself is yeah, it's it's on hold and uh, the the original patch was a bit of hack. Which which was nice to to experiment with, but but for for being master ready, it should be a bit reworked. And we made it so it works together with about with the denoising, uh, because it's mm. kind it's kind of two things which should work together: adaptive sampling and denoise. So 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 you can throw more samples in some areas and then denoise those areas when needed. But if the area is considered already noise free, then you don't need even to to denoise. It's probably, and it's based on the same variance buffers internally. Blah blah blah. Some math and boring. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay, that sounds pretty exciting. Uh, the noise. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, so much 
time gets wasted on that last little bit to make it absolutely noise free. Yeah. I remember some shots in coming under there were like 800 samples, 600, and it lo already looked okay. But then in motion, it became this sort of a bit annoying. Yeah, uh, I, I know grainy... it, it, it makes it like noisy in a way, but that's also because people are like putting 200 samples and then the noise. Yeah. Of course, it's going to be noisy. Just make it 800 or 1000 and then get rid of the very, very, very little. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I think I think that's the best case. Like, just give it enough samples and get it nice. Well, there there is a use case where you might want to try making noisy image. A beautiful one is a viewport. Oh. So if you denoise directly in viewport, hmm. that's Ooh, yeah. that, that that that's something where you might want to have more aggressive uh, denoising. Yeah. Happening with happening with low amount of samples. Oh, that sounds pretty exciting. Yeah, so so it's 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 two different things that we should have, and they both will will, will be used. But for yeah. for 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 production guys and producer guys, it's the the the, the getting rid of last bit of, noise, which is more more, more sexy. <laughs> uh, but for Andy, I think viewport will be more considered. Everything, I, everything. Yeah, everything. I want all the stuff. All okay. the stuff. Like yesterday. All the things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, speaking of uh, more cycle sexy things, this week or last weekend, we uh, cycles an experiment branch in cycles got cube mapped, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that, it, it, it was it was more like a research project to see how can we solve rendering for for the VR VR stuff because currently. Uh, YouTube ex ex expects the queer rectangular projection in which you have squished poles in, in, in the image, which, which basically make it so you, you waste sampling time in there because you, you have uniform samples across all the frame and because the, the image got scaled down again, so it's a waste of time. We thought, hmm, how can we how can we avoid that? And one of the ideas is, is to not is to not use a queer rectangular thing, but use Equal area, which is also called Lambertian projection, and it works okay, but but, but with low resolution of, of the frame, it could cause a bit of distortion on the poles mm -hmm. on vertical. It sits it's within 10 degrees, 10, 20 degrees probably of, of, the, of the view angle where, where you see that distortion. And it's, we might just add it as an option because in, in VR, you, you might not worry about what's on the poles because you cannot look that in that direction anyway without having a headache because the the, the, <laughs> the your neck <laughs> well it's not just a neck it's also the the uh intercular the the inter well intercular is okay but there, there there is lost of the depth in there because you, you you cannot do it basically so another idea was okay let's try making samples uniform all over the place and for that the cube projection is is the way to go and there was a patch. There was an add-on from Dalai who who been doing this. And while it worked okay, it was it it had some downsides on the on the use case. So what I was playing around is to render cube map directly from cycles. Just hit F12 and you get cube map. It it doesn't use any industry standard projections like like layout of views. It, it, is just, there an industry standard for that? Uh, yeah, there there is like either horizontal stripe or X. Configuration, X configuration mm -hmm. is total waste of pixels. Stripe is kind of difficult to see on the monitor, so I decided, yeah, let's go three by two. Yeah, 
And then I'm thinking to, to, to make it okay, that's the thing which renders by cycles, and then have some post-pro button or option to, to warp it back either in like rectangular or like the area or in other cube map projection, but as a post-pro, not as a part yeah. of cycles, because there is so much weird and wonderful layout setups <laughs> in there. Nice. And, and yeah, that, that, that's what that's what we are currently researching, and also having some feedback from from Sebastian about this, who is getting like kind of excited. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Cool. So that's it for for development. There's uh, other two little news. One of them is that the 3D artist issue number 92, it features Blender all over the place. In the cover, it has a Blender logo next to Martinez, Alexandrov, Williamson, Kennedy, and Kaspar. Wow. So we got the rock stars there. Uh, it's great content. Um, didn't get the, the the actual magazine, but uh, it looks pretty cool and it's great people. So have a look at that and also have a look at openvisualeffects.com because uh, Sean Kennedy released another very extensive 2D tracking uh, for compositing in Blender uh, tutorial that is I was checking out and it's great. So if you're into that and you haven't watched uh, Track Match Blend yet. <laughs> on the cloud, of course. Of course. <laughs> Go check it out. Is it a competitor? No. Mm. No, mm. no. Why? No. No, they um, they're both equal. Okay. <laughs> they're both cool people. Um, that's it for the for the community news, for awesome. now, so far. All right. Well, so let's see very quickly what's been going on here in the studio. So the first thing that maybe Hjalti can tell us a bit about is uh, the book. Is there a book? What Business book? Life? What book? Yes. So, book of life? So I'm, I'm making an autobiography. Oh, wow. Uh, wow. The, the life of an animator? Yeah, yeah. Wow. But Andy's writing it and it's all hateful. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of a pamphlet, really. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Starts um, out with... <laughs> What is uh, that animation anyway? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that animation anyway. And then the last half is just ripped out. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, so uh, we're making, we're trying to make, uh, well, at least we're, we, we are experimenting a little bit and we're trying to make a children's book or a collector's item of Caminantes Lamigos. And we, we already mentioned that before. And now, of course, we, we are juggling a lot of, balls in the air, I guess. And now I, I kind of returned to the project a bit and did another pass on it. So right now the the entire thing from start to finish has a pass on it that has certain number of pages. And now we're kind of uh, getting some feedback from everybody here in the studio. And Andy's taking a look at it and, and you know, uh, kind of digesting what would be the best way of tackling it because... Uh, um, we want to use the existing material, but at the same time, it's re it, this is a different medium. So if we can make it a bit more interesting, maybe uh, maybe having the camera angle slightly differently, so you feel like when you when you turn the page, you're not just seeing exactly the same shot with a slightly different beat going on and action. Uh, but yeah, Andy, what do you think about it? Yeah, no, I I think it's great. Um, we definitely we can do a lot of great things with in a book because uh, you can pay much more attention to detail because you can open a page and discover all the things that are going mm -hmm. on on it. And uh, yeah, um, I'm pr pretty much starting to render stuff now, uh, re-rendering everything in 4K, which takes a while, but uh, <laughs> it's going to be worth it. And 
it's going to be really interesting. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm curious if people are excited about this or what, um, because I mean, I mean, I just hear it from relatives like they 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 show it to their kids and stuff like that, and they uh, they want more. Yeah, exactly, like because yeah. kids they 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 never stop wanting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then next week they want something totally different. Yeah, uh, it changes. Yeah. Uh, so, also, also when I showed Kamenendas to the my singers kids, they wanted more. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Like two and a half, three minutes is way too short. Yeah. Sigrid has a personal hour, singer, least. by the way. Yeah. Just, <laughs> well, it's yeah. like having a sound yeah. butler. It's yeah. Nice. <laughs> it is lovely, but it can get a bit annoying in the middle yeah. of the night. <laughs> So one one thing about it also is that you, you we make this thing and then you you have this tendency to have a little bit of a confirmation bias because you might be surrounded by relatives that have kids that really like what we did and then you get this false feeling of there's a market for it <laughs> and it's really hard to tell because you know like is there really a market for it so it might end up being this pitch to you guys the community as a pre-sale or something like that. And it would be nice to get some feedback on on if this is something that you guys would spend money on and would be interested in. Yeah, leave some comments. Yes, please. Yeah, yeah, or start there. having babies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, direct. Wow. But uh, yeah, the, the idea is indeed to start, you know, try to bring out uh, as soon as possible some pictures of how this is going to look like so that this can really and get even more concrete feedback because developing the whole product is, of course, quite some work. But uh, I think uh, we are not too far from that point. So we will keep you posted with this and it will be quite soon. So yeah. that's... So uh, 30th of December will be Pavlova's guest babies. Holy. Nine mo months from now. If, if uh, So that would be interesting. So if you're listening to this uh, nine months from now and you just had a baby because of Pablo, oh please uh, leave a comment. Oh. Wow. Yeah, I, uh, Chelsea took out his phone and he started counting with his finger. I didn't know what he was doing. He was actually calculating all the months. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. impressed. Yeah. Amazing. All right. So wow. save the date. Lots yeah. more yeah. Blender users. Sorry, <laughs> New much. Year's. Yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe, I mean, they have the choice, of course. Can you kind of hold it in for a couple of more days and then you have a New Year's baby or, or you know. Before, you push it before. And yeah, then... you have a. No, but then it was through my birthday. Oh no! Yes, no, 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 I can't. So I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get pregnant soon. No, okay, okay, okay. So you hear it here, like uh, safety first, use condoms. Okay, good. So after this, this. <laughs> okay, move on, move on. Okay, okay. Uh, next. All right, next up we have the Blender Cloud itself, and uh, we have here Sibren, who's Hello. been working and uh, he kept working on uh, the add-on and now we actually have some updates regarding how the whole thing is gonna be moving forward yeah so soon we will move the add-on to the repository on developer.blender.org which means that everybody who's listening to this can actually get a copy and check it out and check it out uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so in short the prototype is pretty much done you can use it and you can uh, use it to browse and download the texture library on the Blender Cloud. Um, you click on something, it downloads all the variations of the texture, it loads them into Blender as unused images, which you can then select wherever you need them. Uh, so it would be great to hear some feedback from you guys. The Don't really mind the user interface yet, because that is going to really change, uh, which is the next thing I wanted to talk about. Um, Bastien, also known as Mont 
29. Mm. Uh, he is working on the asset engine for Blender. He presented this at the last Blender conference. And it's going to be really cool to have a proper asset management in Blender. And what I'm going to do is adjust the code that we have now to use that asset engine so that when it comes out, we can also present our uh, add-on. Yeah, integrated with it. Yes. So, Is there an estimated like, to 78, to 80, to 90, 2.0? <laughs> <laughs> 3.5. 3.5, 9, 7, 8, 3. <laughs> no, we're going to aim at 2.78. Already? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But, well, we there is no regular release schedule no, anymore, no, no. so... Uh, we we don't know when it'll come out exactly. Yeah, okay. I was discussing this with uh, uh, Ton initially and Sibran to see how it is, uh, how what is the timeline, and uh, we really think that the sooner we get it out there, just you know, on developers of Blender.org. The source code, by the way, is already public, of course, but we put it there for maximum visibility, and so that is really part of the organization. Um, the sooner we get it out there and the sooner we get to start with the sooner we start to get feedback on it the better because then also maybe developers feel a bit the momentum and we know better how to how to get it into blender so maybe in the next weeks uh, or months it will probably be very clear when it happens because the work that uh, that uh, bastian did on the asset manager is already quite large and his picture is quite clear on how things should work but there are so many use cases, and uh, it tries to keep everything in mind. And what we try to do at first with uh, the add-on and the texture browsing is just simply read-only access, almost, which is different than uh, complete uh, asset management. Managing assets with versions and variants and stuff like that, that's, of course, with different backends. It's complicated. So we will start with a simple example and then keep developing around that so that it's actually something usable. And we really aim to get that out there very, very soon. So that's, yeah. that's the but plan. But wait, where do you store current source code? GitHub. Mm. Why? Mm. Mm. Uh, just put it to add-ons and then it all of a sudden will appear in the nightly build bots. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, and I'll contribute actually. And yeah, we'll, we'll move it. it there definitely at some point. Right now, it's just a bit too experimental to, to ship it with Blender. It's a contrib. Yeah, contrib nobody, is, nobody uh, is there. Contrib. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone looks in there. Yeah. Like Amaranth is in contrib, I believe. It is, yes. Yeah, and then people don't update it because. Hey. Yeah, not <laughs> Amaranth itself. <laughs> Users don't update it. And oh, they, no, because it's a mess to update stuff now. And yeah. No, just download new build from Builder. Yeah, but you need a new zip file. Like, we, we need a proper add on manager. Yeah. We just download in Blender with new code. If, if, <laughs> if, you, if you commit stuff to country, it's appearing in, in BuildBot. Yeah, I know. But then every time you need a, you, you update a new build, you need to download a new Blender all the time. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> I do that daily, dude. All right. So that's... Uh... Uh, that, I believe there was a script online which was downloading latest Blender from, from BuildBot and unpacking it automatically. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Totally handy. We did one here too, didn't we? Yeah, but we we didn't post it to some yeah, fashion know. website mm -hmm. thing. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So I think that's it from. Yeah. Right? 
on a bit more personal note, last Friday I got my PhD thesis from the printer. That's doctor, right. Doctor, yeah. doctor, oh, doctor, we get some more doctors. Doctor yes. Oh wait, we can't clap yet, right? No, not, oh, yet. Okay. Yeah. not yet. Unclap, <clears throat> unclap. Undo, undo, undo. Candidate, candidate. In exactly three weeks, uh, I will have my defense. So then I will get my doctor's title. Then Hopefully. you heard about <laughs> yeah. Are there, there was... any odds you might not be able to defend it? Like, is there, it's, isn't this just more of a formality? It's a formality. Yeah. So even if I can't handle the pressure and swoon at the first question. <laughs> and you faint. And faint. Doctor, wake up, wake up. Doctor, <laughs> we need another doctor. Yeah. <laughs> another doctor in the building. <laughs> no, it's a formality. Yeah. yeah. But still... It's nice if you look good and be able to answer your questions and defend yourself. Yeah, uh, I think Ton already asked you if he can ask questions yourself at your defense. Oh, don't, right? yeah, don't allow yeah, yeah. him. No, 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 no. It's a trap. Any, any question from the audience? No. No, 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 no there's one big ass hand coming up. <laughs> no, 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 nothing. Hey, where is your blender t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's uh, no no questions from the audience. There is no presentation for the audience. It's okay. just 45 minutes of defense. And then a speech from uh, one of my co-promoters. Mm. Oh, great. And then I get my 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 degree. Yeah. And then we go drink. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Important <laughs> part. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Cake? Isn't it like at midnight? <laughs> like at noon or something? Yeah. You never had a midnight cake? <laughs> no, but me, at noon. No, I, 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 I always. That's my <laughs> breakfast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, there's a reception there, and then we move to Amsterdam, and then we have more drinks and snacks there and party on. Sounds great. Wow, isn't it on a Wednesday? <laughs> yeah. Podcast, oh, podcast day. Podcast. Oh. oh, yeah. Oh, well, we can record the podcast at the, at the bar, maybe. Live. <laughs> it's going to sound lively. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, good luck. Thanks. Yeah. So... That brings us to our next topic. Oh no, he's oh, looking at me. Topic. Yeah, I'm oh. looking at Andy because uh, some of you might have noticed, but uh, one week ago it was the tenth year anniversary of Elephant Stream. Of open movies in general. Open yeah. movies in general. Ten years we started. Ten years ago we started. Yeah. How was it? The uh, <laughs> I wasn't there actually. I was uh, already on my Easter. Uh, "Quote unquote vacation." I don't know. Mm. I was I was away, so yeah. uh, you guys published it. Uh, went great. Right now it has like six k views, which is fine for a nice little test clip thing. Yeah, I thing. guess yeah, yeah. thing. Mm. So yeah, I, I'm super happy about it, and it's uh, still amazing that we're 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 doing this. I, I can't believe that, like ten years ago, I wouldn't have believed that we would still be able to, you know, keep making movies with Blender. Wow, you didn't believe? No. <laughs> you just got to believe, man. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's crazy that uh, this the like this whole sort of crowdfunding thing really started with uh, with Ton asking for people to support us and him and Blender to 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 make movies and 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 stuff, I I lost words there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, but the crowdfunding aspect is really, really interesting. It's, well, especially even before that, with with Blender itself, the yeah. fact that in two thousand two he was doing a sort of Kickstarter, yeah. <laughs> like hey, we want to free this software, and then bring back bring that into movie making. That's pretty. 
Yeah, it's amazing if you have such a strong community behind uh, your cause and everything that what what you can do with it, and uh, that's really something that uh, also that is going to be a positive thing in the future. I don't know what I'm going to say. Yeah, we'll put violins um, under. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's also amazing how still so many people don't know about it. Like they don't know about the origins of Blender and how it came to be open source. Yeah, yeah. How... I had to explain that the other day. Like, like, have you heard of open movies? Nope. What is it? Well, it's a movie, but you can get everything. What do you mean? You get tutorials? No, no, no. Like the actual movie. What do you mean? <laughs> you can render the thing if you want. What? But this is a scam, right? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. No. What do I have to give back? Well, yeah. the average Blender user is about uh, has been using Blender for about five plus years or so, mm. and of course now it's get, we're getting more and more users every every year. So I mean, it's uh, it's it's only a testament that uh, that the number of users are growing so much. And who cares what some people did 10 years ago? <laughs> How about the, the fact that you can get the, the stuff, the, the objects, the textures, the everything? Yeah, I think it's true. not really clear enough yet yeah. for people that, yeah, you can down, you can re-render the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. And of Elephant Stream, there have uh, been some uh, re-render stairs. There was a stereoscopic version even. Yes. Ooh. It, it premiered ago. at the Blender conference five years ago. Eight, nine. I don't remember. It was 2010. 2010? It was my first Blender conference. First? Oh, yeah. I, I still have that picture of you at the Blender conference. Oh no. Yeah, Delete with you it. and Pablo and uh, you wear glasses. It was yeah. awesome. I still have Oh, that. really? <laughs> what yeah. happened Ooh. with your glasses? I okay. broke them or so. I never had time to, to, to make new ones. All right. Well, we'll make a... new ones? <laughs> <laughs> You know, you need to go and like check your eyes and bite glasses. It's boring. Well, boring. I'm just imagining you soldering new uh, yeah, glasses. Yeah, yeah. 3D no, print and, them. And, and yeah. you just 3D print them. Yeah. I can, yeah. yeah. There you go. So that's arranged. So, so getting back to your oh. not believing of open movies 10 years ago. <laughs> do, do, do you believe you'll be doing movies 10 years in the future? In uh, 2026. Wow. <laughs> There. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you will still be like art directing or what? I'm not art directing. Any. I, I might be making coffee or <laughs> something. Oh, or cleaning the floor. Cleaning the floor, the, the toilets and that kind of stuff. Well, it's yeah. important. Yeah. Uh, Ten really. years from now, I can't even, like, I can't. I'll be dead. <laughs> <laughs> There, windswept by optimism. Yeah. <laughs> Think of Pixel. Think of your cat. Yeah, no, she'll be dead by then. Oh, God, She already tried suicide once. You know, oh. you can't stop her every time. Hey, seven know. lives, right? Oh, that's true. Okay. <laughs> she just wanted to test. Wasn't yeah, it nine or something? Yeah. Know. It depends on where. It depends, the, depends on the cat. The country. Yeah, yeah, the country. country yeah. Here in the Netherlands, it's nine. Yeah. Yeah, Dutch cats are more sturdy. In Russia as well. Nine? I think so, yeah. Okay, yeah. nine. So seven is out of nowhere. Maybe she's lost at two already. I don't know. Yeah, but like at this last live, she's on the ventilator and it's horrible. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, when, yeah, when it gets heavy yeah, when, more, <laughs> I don't think it comes as one. Okay, we're a bit off topic. Yeah, <clears> sorry, nice. sorry. So, so 10 years. 10 years. <laughs> 10 years yes. Diversions. Yes. <laughs> How do you do it, Andy? <laughs> it's no, but, a natural talent. <laughs> so, 
super quick. You, Andy, 10 years ago, you were releasing uh, Elephant's Dream. Sergey, what exactly 10 years ago, what were you doing? What quick. year that was? 2006. 2006. I started my university. You started university. Wow, healthy. I was uh, I was graduating from multimedia school with my first ever animated film. It's actually still on YouTube. I need to take it down before this. <laughs> before oh, this we gets. are gonna hunt you on Twitter yeah, for it's, that. It's the first thing I ever animated, and actually, this was before I learned the principles of animation. So this mm. is. So people, go uh, on www.youtube.com/a37. What? <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> so, Pablo? Uh, 10 years ago, exactly 10 years ago, was one month before I joined Plumifero, the Argentinian mm. movie, where I actually met other Blender heads other than myself. Nice. So that was exactly 10 years ago. Sivren? Uh, 2006, I finished my bachelor degree and got a job at an IT company in Harlem. Wow, mm. now in the month you're... Mm -hmm. PhD. Wow. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> wow. yeah. I took my time. <laughs> <laughs> Francesco, ten years ago, exactly. Um, I think I finished uh, high school and I was going to university, like Sergey, but not the same university. Wow, with like <laughs> sparkles in your eyes and spring in your step, just yeah, yeah. whistling yeah. down the street. Yeah. I'm going to be a doctor one day. No, but <laughs> I remember. I remember being super excited about the release of uh, Elephant String because I was. Uh, I was. Uh, one of the backers actually i couldn't really like i don't know why but i couldn't really afford the the whole dvd box i was like oh come on it's so expensive man like i mean if you're a high school student 29 like, euros Jesus, wow so i actually shared it with someone else so then we got both this one dvd and then he kept it so I'm, I don't even have it. You got no, the no, no. copy, and he's yeah. got the PAL version, uh, and then. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So yeah, but that was the first. Uh, yeah, the very first time. It was awesome. Yeah, of course I made a copy because I could, and I got all the data, yeah. and I was opening it, and I was not really understanding what was going on. In the yeah. data or in the movie? Yeah, in the data. In the data. Well, in okay. the movie as well. Yeah. But I, I remember screening the movie at the conferences and talking about free software and Creative Commons and talking about Blender, and I remember watching Elephant's Dream. The first time by myself and be like hmm and uh, and then you know you watch it a few times and you're like yeah but that's awesome you know you kind of understand why that exists and i remember then showing it to an audience without actually remembering the first reaction i had myself and the audience was just frozen hmm. yeah and i was like well hmm. you guys might be a bit perplexed but actually it makes sense so and then i was like inventing something and explaining <laughs> that and it was uh, really fun it's no. uh, it's crazy. It's uh, Ton recently told like he, he I think he described it as an acquired taste. Like you get to know Elephant Stream, and then after some years, you warm up to it and you sort of understand it. And then after some years more, you like it. Yeah. It's uh, it's interesting because uh, I finished Elephant Stream, and then after that, I went to art university. I I started uh, studying media arts. And they're actually people like knew the movie before they they hmm. they knew me. So I was like, some people in 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 the school were just approaching me like, "Hey, you made this thing," and I was like, "What? what? Amazing!" Wow. So it, it's it's interesting how like how it resonates with an Certain art audience yeah. uh, more than it probably does with a uh, with a regular movie going audience. And still, I get people uh, writing me emails uh, how. That's that's they like it and it's uh, 
it's good because it was really something special and i think that like it probably in that constellation probably wouldn't happen again yeah but someone told me that somebody on the street also stopped stopped him and said that hey your movie changed my life or something wow like that. wow yeah, and he was blown away and he's That's like, pretty cool. He's like, 10 years from now, wait for the next one. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> come on, I want to see it. I want yeah. to come on, yeah. Basam, I love you, but please finish the movie. I want to <laughs> oh. see it. I've, I've actually stopped myself totally from watching any kind of spoilers or anything. Aren't you? Mm. Well, I mean, I have been, you know, I, you, yeah, I see yeah. some of the shots, but, you know, any of the extra stuff and I've, I've not, nobody has totally explained the plot to me. So I want to see it with fresh eyes when yeah. I see it for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Wires for empathy. Yeah. Yes. It's uh, it was on Kickstarter, and I still I still get uh, Kickstarter updates regularly, uh, with new shots and uh, renders. It's really amazing. I'm I'm also just skimming it because I want to be surprised. Yeah. Of yeah. course, but it's looking great, and he's doing so much development on asset management, on uh, scripting, crowd simulation. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> just finish it. Just finish it. <laughs> so, moving on to the Q&A section. Q&A questions. Woo. Q&A questions. Yeah, of course. Q&A section. Yeah, That's section, okay. Yeah. Um, there are a few, there are a number of questions. Uh, there is one on Twitter too, but the first one actually is related to what we were saying with Elephant's Dream. And Luciano says, uh, animation feels so old. Yes, because it is old. It's the actual animation, right? From yeah, back in the day. Uh, I, I ran the script that Bassam made to convert the original animation yeah. to, into something that works in the current Blender version. So it's and the exact then, same. Yeah, I I had to readjust some of the cloth simulation because originally, well, it's not simulation, but the cloth animation, uh, I had to tone it down slightly because originally they were standing on this ele elevator platform with the wind blowing past and I had just had to tone down and uh, remove some of the intersection of it. But other than that, it's, yeah. It's uh, ancient animation. Wow. Do, you, do you know who animated that shot? I think it was Bassam. Bassam? I think yeah. Bassam and Lee animated that sequence. Wow. I don't mm. remember which was which. Respect. Yeah. The, the cloth thing was with hooks, right? No. no? Uh, the cloth was animated manually. Which wow. one? Uh, this had bones and then you oh. animate the rotation. Interesting. Wow. There was... Ah, we, yeah, I remember. There's a uh, not a tutorial, but there was a video about yeah, it. Yeah. We... Uh, we experimented very early on with uh, doing a cloth sim or a soft body pass and parenting the rig that uh, drove the coat mesh, um, parenting the, uh, those with hooks to a, the, the, the simulated mesh, but that didn't work out. Yeah. And of course, um, back then, uh, Jesus, so long ago, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, there was there were no groups for characters. So there were groups for non-moving static images that had uh, no armature, but you couldn't proxify something. You could uh, you could actually um, load an action into a group, so the armature within that group would get that action. So that way, that's how you could animate something. But in itself, we every time we we updated a shot or we updated a character and we wanted to get his uh, their their changes into that shot, we had to append every single thing into that file again ah, that hasn't changed much now <laughs> like if you wanted to to work properly we yeah. have groups but it still is a pain to bring an yeah well we had proxies and it's less of a pain to 
keep animating while you're updating a character. Of course, once you're rendering, that changes. <laughs> yep. So let's not go there. Yeah. Okay, next. <laughs> uh, did you guys watch the Bear Story, the Oscar winner? The... Mm, no, I don't. I don't think I did. I haven't. No, I, I have to know. check it out. No? Is it online? Good question. <laughs> I don't know. Luciano uh, asked the same. All oh, right. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. But I think normally these kind of animations are hard to find, especially after the release. Last year, I think... Uh, After an Oscar? Yeah. Like last year, some of those animations were available on uh, on Vimeo. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's the same this year. Maybe we could check them out. Yeah. Yeah. Next. Uh, this one's on Twitter. And I guess it's for the doctor in the house. Sergey, what is the status of the Shadow Catcher? Any updates? No, there is no updates. Okay, next. <laughs> <laughs> so... I mean, there, there was a cool guy in there who tested the patch and compared and gave feedback how he sees it to work. But other than that, it's, there is no like code updates in there. Just put it online. Yeah. It is online. It's, no, it's, it it's not the, committed. Just put it in master. Yeah, put it in add-on contrib. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, because the, the next question is also related to that. Is why Juan Gea and yeah, it says, how did you guys do the compositing of all the 3D elements over the real footage? I guess it's, it refers to um, Tears of Steel. If there is no shadow catcher in cycles, how did you do that? Well, I guess the, Andy or mm, Francesco? Well, no, that, that, that was done by, by Sebastian, actually. Mm, yeah. yeah. And mainly, I, th I think the main problem was in, in, in the captain's uh, head with his eye patch. And I think he, Sebastian was doing some light pass. Trickery yeah. to, to, to fake it, yeah. kind of. He uh, was doing a, a white and then he was uh, overlaying Multiply it. Multiplied on yes, top yes. or and, and I think at some point he also used the, the shadeless stuff from, from Blender Internal. Yeah. Because back in the days we, we used to mix Blender Internal with Cycles anyway because yeah. of the volumes. Yeah. It was a bit and more, more, more. great. Yeah. Or um, maybe there is some extra shadow happening on the face, but nobody knows. Like, mm -hmm. It's great. Blender Internal Cycles. Yeah. One heart. Next question by Qualism. This is for Hilti. Hey, dude. So thank you, Qualism, for for separating the questions in A, B, and C. So wow. question number A. Do Hilti and other animators ever do rough 2D anima animated sketches to test out to test out ideas before proceeding with 3D? Not just storyboards, but sketching the the, the keys yeah, yeah. and extremes. Yeah, the, we usually just we call them thumbnails, and yeah, the um, um, it it is really common to do it. Uh, I, however, a lot of times I've because of tight deadlines, I've gotten used to not doing them. So like it's one of those steps you skip, um, you know, when you're on a tight deadline. There's there's the full procedure, and then mm -hmm. there's the budget procedure, yeah. and and when you're trimming stuff down and you're in a panic, that's one of the things that kind of gets lost. And I, so I, I haven't gotten into the habit of like regaining that step in the process. So I have to admit, a lot of the times I do not do that. I do beats and then I do reference and then, you know, it, it depends on what I'm doing though. Uh, but sometimes also I'll just do a really rough blocking pass where I am experimenting with posing, but it's kind of more of a blocking thing. Yeah. So it's just to see, is this one really important post reading at all on any level? 
And you do that on paper, on grease pencil, or uh, yeah. oh yeah, some, on the screen. Some... I've seen people doing it on like glass, yes, on yeah. Glass. <laughs> uh, I have done that previously, but usually I just I just grab the um, the rig itself and I limit myself to how many bones I'm going to be using, so I don't go full. I, I don't dive too deep into full it. Full blend rig. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't have two thousand bones to worry about, yeah. and just roughly do the thing. And then I can kind of scrub through and see, is it, is it reading or is it not reading? And if it is reading, then I can start kind of refining it a little bit and then pitch it to the rest of the people. And if they the rest boo, of the team. The rest <laughs> of the team, if they boo, and then I just kind of go into my shell Aww. and uh, Aww. cry. Aww. Yeah, yeah seen that happen many yeah. times. Yeah. So, <laughs> Coral? Coral? Every, every episode. <laughs> Question now, uh, B, do any of you make or enjoy abstract or non-figurative animation? If so, which are your favorite shorts in the, uh, animations in this area or animators in this area? Do you think the Blender Institute will ever make an abstract or non-figurative short? Yeah. I would love to. Like a Fantasia. Yeah. Uh, well, mm. come on. Well, it does, does it qualify as... Well, I mean, not the whole thing, but like there are some animations in Fantasia that is beautiful abstract, abstract animation. Yeah. yeah. Like it's. Yeah, yeah, there is. Like that is the first thing that comes to mind when you say abstract animation to me, still. I mean, there is a lot of 3D work being made and you see it online. I personally don't follow that a lot. I used to do it much more. I was like following Motion Grapher or this website full mm. of stuff every day and then somehow i don't know i stopped having the rss feed or something and mm. i stopped getting updates yeah. and uh, yeah so i mean there is a lot of uh, awesome things out there but i don't have any yeah but i would say if if the institute ever did it i mean i you know you enjoy some experimental stuff like but a pure abstract uh, i think it's it, the odds of in the institute doing a pure one it would always be a mixture so you would have characters yeah. that are half abstract or interacting with some abstract things or shapes or objects or whatever it's really hard to pull off a pure abstract especially if it's supposed to be a long one i have seen some uh, done you know in the 70s and the 80s and stuff and they are interesting but if they they're too long you start to feel that like uh, disengagement because you don't have eyes to follow and yeah yeah not i, mean, I would probably enjoy doing it but like the process, if it's too long or if somebody tries to explain you things that you don't understand, it's like, okay, yeah. tell me there is a little ball with a thing and then I need to make it explode and just play with the notes until it looks interesting. Yeah, yeah. You know, not like, don't explain me the feelings of the ball. Yeah. Like, just tell me how to do it yeah. and I'll... And then you need to hire a person being next to your artwork to explain why it's oh, moving yeah, exactly. <laughs> and why you should be moved by it. No, a little bit of that with like emotion colors and that sticks great. But yeah. when it gets too deep, then might be a bit annoying. And let me go make yeah. websites or so. It's, I think it's fine to go deep. I mean, and you know, it depends on what you what you want to make. But it it is most fascinating to me, at least on a really subjective level, that it's deep, but it has at least that first layer of entertainment on some level. So I can watch it for the first time and at least be entertained on the base level. And then if I see it on the second viewing, I might like, whoa, there's depth there I didn't notice earlier. And then, you know, yeah, you see all great. these hidden things. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because if you just go for the depth and you don't even try to make the first pass at least interesting, you can kind of just lose your audience. Yeah. Yeah. Like a good example is the dot on the line. 
Mm. That is great. It's abstract, but it's great on its own. Yeah. So um, that that would be fun, but not too abstract. <laughs> Um, and the last question, have you, any of you watched, have you seen the Aesthetic movie? Not yet. I want to see yet. it since our uh, conversation about the, the, the different types of animation and being made in Europe. Yeah. I know that Andy is a huge fan of Asterix. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Absolutely. And I want to see it, but I, yeah. I couldn't get my hands on it and no time. <laughs> have you seen the trailer? Like there is a trailer. Yeah, I there, saw right? the trailer of it and it seemed like a... Uh, like a bit of a mashup of the comics, uh, but the animation style uh, seemed to be very close to the the actual comic strips, and you can you can immediately recognize the panels within uh, within the movie. That's so nice. yeah, cool. nice. So I'm really def definitely looking forward to that. But yeah, when when I when don't know. I think time? it's not. I think it's not out yet in the Netherlands. Is it? Maybe unless we are so. Oh, I thought airless. it was it's already... probably already out on VHS or something. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> unless it's like what happened with uh, with Peanuts that they released it only in Dutch in the Netherlands. Really? Uh, yeah, that's. I wanted to go see it, and you can't. It's all to... in Dutch. You can't. Oh. You can't. Don't speak Dutch. They don't let you in. We have exactly. to watch it with, in French with Dutch subtitles. Yes. <laughs> So what what is the name of the Asterix? Yeah, Asterix. I know, but like Le Domaine de Dieu, uh, 2014. The Mansion of the 14. Gods. Yes. Yes. So it's been uh, out for a while. You guys yeah. are. We're yes. terribly outdated. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, I have not seen it. Oh, is the sun shining out there? I don't see it. Yeah. What is this bright it's, light? It's, it's Hi, brain. seven yeah. seven out of ten in uh, IMDb. Not bad. That's good. Yeah. Cool. So and that's the last question oh. for this week. Right. All right. Well, then, uh, thanks a lot for all the questions. Thanks a lot for following us. <laughs> and um, next week, we will come with many more news and exciting updates on the Blender Institute podcast. So, yeah, next week is April already. Yeah. Yay. Wow. Spring ice cream. Longer ice day. Springs. Last day of summer. Yeah. <laughs> we have a thing here in the Institute that every day with sun, we call it the last day of summer. Uh, now, you're, uh, now the sun is gone again. Yeah. What, See what that, there is there. sun here in summer? Yeah. Well, Some people wow. say, yeah, last, last year until the Blender Conference. So if yeah. you think of coming to the Blender Conference, do it. Or not. <laughs> oh, <laughs> always. You should always go to the Blender Conference. Yeah. yeah. If you haven't, Definitely. Yeah. No matter what you do, go there. To the yeah. And yeah. if you want to cosplay, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we should thing. fully support that. This year is actually close, or it's actually Halloween, the weekend of Halloween. Mm, oh, really? So I'm, I'm definitely going to yeah. like, oh. wear your monkey hats, your Suzanne pajamas, yeah. whatever. Zombie Suzanne. Awesome. Yeah. Suzombie. I have to think of something. Last year, I did the giant Suzanne monkey hat, and I felt yeah. a bit weird because I was the only person. Dude, it was so awesome. <laughs> it was so cool. But yeah, this year... I have to think about what to do. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Why would you? I, I don't know what I could even try. Well, we have a 3D printer here. Um, so I could. I, I was thinking of something. something. Printing. Mm. printing. Make some wings, be scales. And, oh. <laughs> for, for your cat. Yeah. You can, oh, and then I just let her loose. You can, and then you grow your hair. Yeah. Again. Yeah. 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 Well, there is a cat at, uh, at the Bali. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Or, or, you, or you. Uh, you have your special awesome plan. I don't want to yeah, spoil yeah, it. Yeah, don't spoil it. Yeah. I was uh, I was going to do it last year and I went through different thrift stores and I spent a couple of weekends trying to find the right 
material, the right stuff to make it. And I couldn't find it. And then I was running out of time and I had to make my presentation also. So in the panic, I just abandoned all hope. And I went oh. with the most boring gray suit ever. Uh, yeah. If you worked. do it, it's going to be epic. Yeah. If I, if I pull yeah. it off. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Start preparing now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll, by the way, Francesco, I want to see you as a, as a sous saddle sheep. That would be great. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Pushing a log. Before or after, Victor? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Let my hair grow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Just curly. Yeah. Yeah. I can be Oti. I can grow a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Cool. Well then, as uh, we were saying, see you Up the next time. Week. Yes. Yeah. See you next week. Next week. Bye-bye. 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 You've been listening to the Blender Institute podcast. Brought to you by the Blender Cloud. Does your mind often wander towards large land-based mammals? Fulfill your elephant stream on the cloud. Go to cloud.blender.org.